Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Before we start this episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to ask a favor of you. Please open the podcast app you're listening on right now and hit the follow button. This really supports us growing the podcast and also helps continue to produce high-quality conversations around high performance. You listen to us and we want to listen to you. So please also consider leaving a rating and review. Tell us what you love about this episode and what you'd like to hear more of. Give us some feedback as it really does make a difference to what we're doing behind the scenes. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state. In this bite-sized edition from episode number 58, Dr. Tom Buckley, who is Associate Professor at Sydney University, he's also the head of the Research Institute at Stripe Stronger. Dr. Tom and I discuss our experience dealing with burnout, both personally and our experience with a broad range of executive clients. At the risk of sounding a little bit like Waldorf and Statler from the Muppets, I don't even know whether some of you know who they are, you can Google it, but Dr. Tom and I dig into what we have seen emerging in some of the younger generations who potentially haven't experienced as much hardship as the older generation. Oh no, hear me out, hear me out. And we also discuss why some experts hypothesize this is leading to higher levels of burnout and mental health challenges, including anxiety and depression. I also cover the burnout continuum model that we've evolved with our clients. And this gives a really nice framework from green, where you're match fit, everything's easy. Yellow, you're struggling a little bit. Orange, you're starting to feel cooked. And red, it's like a burnt piece of toast and the red light is flashing. We discuss why it's important to stay in the green zone as much as you can and to avoid dropping into the red zone at all costs. Dr. Tom and I also provide a real life example and while the client and the company always stays neutral, this executive is a real client who is on track to leading a top 50 ASX company a number of years ago. He pushed into the red that much, he was that burnt out that his psychologist and his specialist said to him, the only thing for you to do is to leave the industry you're in and go get a job that you are more passionate about and doesn't create as much stress. So that's the real side that we see when you push way too far, way too hard for way too long. I really enjoy talking about this topic and our goal in burnout is not to be alarmist, but it's the opposite, to give people the skills, physical, psychological, emotional, I'd add spiritual and also connection and communication. It's the skills to be burnout proof. One of the stats that really concerns me a little bit was the Forbes report in January 2023. We spoke about this recently too, didn't we? And that there was a a significantly higher proportion of female workers showing uh, burnout compared to their male counterparts, almost a third more females reporting burnout compared to men. And in the younger age groups, so of 18 to 29 year old age groups, we're almost twice as likely to report burnout. So in that younger age group, my my view at the risk of sounding like the old guy, when I was a young fella, Dr. Tom, (laughs) everything was much harder. But we did have more challenge. So I think for a lot of those borderline Gen Ys and definitely the millennials coming through, 
they haven't had a lot of challenge. They haven't had a lot of struggle. So for many of those people, COVID was the first real disruption that they've had to their lives. And and I don't think that resilience was there. And, and I know there'll be some people listening to this, screeching their brakes, yelling on the train, pulling up on the bike, going, he's got no idea. I'm being very generic. But if you look back the way we've evolved generation after generation, when I talk to my mum and dad, like stress for them growing up on a farm, some sometimes they didn't eat. If they didn't get the harvest right and the crops right and the weather right, which they couldn't really control, they might have a really lean three months. Not many people now, 25, 30 under, have had a really lean three months in their life. Probably had too much. Yeah, I don't think I don't I think most people would agree that younger generations maybe haven't experienced as much hardship as what our grandparents and even our parents have you know listening to my father before he passed and my grandfather that was very close to growing up yeah they they endured a lot of hardship and it was almost expected and you you know this sort of concept of dig in and get through it so i think for i think you're right for a lot of younger generations that we've particularly in 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 our environment in the western world hardship hardship is something that we haven't had to endure but i also think just to balance that a little bit that i think back in my parents and grandparents generation talking about their emotions and feelings and recognizing it and feeling safe to disclose that probably wasn't the norm or well, the, the word vulnerability and feelings were bad yeah, words so look yeah. I, I do agree i'm being a little bit provocative on that as well we are much more comfortable thank goodness talking about the ups and the downs the, the highs and the lows so yeah you balance view that people are talking about this why one thing that is a given and, and i am black and white on this one of the reasons why so many people are fatigued why we have a global human energy crisis there's no respite i mentioned at the start but if we look into this in a little bit more detail it's called surge capacity I read an article recently, surge capacity is spent. And this was in a very reputable Australian executive magazine. It got loads of comments and feedback. Surge capacity is a set of mental and physical adaptive systems. And it gives us that extra energy for when we need short boosts. Now, this is good around stress. So Dr. Tom, our physiology wired thousands, thousands of years ago to give us surge capacity. But our biology hasn't been designed for extended periods without downregulation. And if you look over the past three years, there's been very little re recharge, renew, recalibrate, refocus. So they're always in those beta brainwaves. They're not going alpha or the deeper, slower brainwaves. So is it any wonder people are just going, oh, I've got to tap out. This is too much. A hundred percent, you know, and and we can get into the stats of this as we as we progress in this talk. But you know, we we know that over fifty percent of people don't get sufficient sleep. Well, there's your trigger immediately. You know, you're immediately now working with suboptimal physiology, psychology. Your emotions are going to be expressed differently just just from that alone. So, yeah, I've said it before, and I say it all the time. At the heart of burnout is lack of recovery. If you ask people, and we do when we work with clients, and we say, where is your non-thinking time, let alone your non-doing time? People's usually when they get to bed, it's almost too late trying to unravel the day. We term that psychological detachment, but sometimes we need to just psychologically detach from the world. 
Are you planning an upcoming conference or company offsite? For the past 15 years, I've averaged speaking at over 50 events each year, and I still love presenting at conferences as much as I did when I first started. To explore the different presentations I offer on a range of topics and themes, including physical and psychological well-being, becoming burnout-proof, connection and belonging, that's a new area I'm, I'm really enjoying presenting on, neuroscience and behavior change, mental skills and leadership and culture, or if you'd like to understand our fully integrated conference experience with pre-event diagnostics, activities throughout the agenda, including a morning wake-up, energy breaks, team building activities, and digital resources to embed learning. To find out more information and to download a brochure, go to andrewmay.com slash keynotes. We have a burnout symptoms index, which has got your greasy fingerprints all over it, Dr. Tom. I said to you, I think we need a way of assessing where people are. And we've put a model together on this, which really resonates with people. I'll explain the model and then you can give a bit of the science behind it. We look at four different levels on this model and we will add a download of this model on the show notes as well. So low risk is in the green. That's where people are flourishing or you are match fit. Life is easy. You look in the mirror and go, I am on fire in every aspect of my life. Moderate risk, the word we use on that is irritability. So you don't feel like you're on fire, but you also don't feel that your backside has got bumps and burners on it and you're just not coping at all. And Dr. Tom, I like to personally and with at the coaching clients, especially the founders, CEOs and execs you and I work with together, get the model on dancing between the yellow and the green. So that moderate risk, because if you're not pushing yourself, if you're not changing, challenging, growing, adapting, and if you're just in the green, I think you get bored. But where this becomes a challenge, and you mentioned this early in the interview, it's the cynicism. It's where you start to get angry, you feel overwhelmed, there's disillusionment, and everything becomes a problem. Oh, this workplace, God, you know what she does, and all those corridor conversations become amplified. Now, if you feel yourself on the orange, pull the parachute. You've got to get back into the green. And especially when we talk about downregulate, that's where you need to go. Because if you don't, you get into the red zone, which is extreme risk. And that's a disconnection, disconnected in all parts of your life, personally, physically, emotionally, socially. And we've worked with a few people over the years, Dr. Tom, the research shows this, but our practice, when you get into the extreme red, there's no going back. It's like a piece of toast that if you've burnt that toast a little bit, you can scrape it back and it's salvageable. Or if you've had that bread and the toaster for way too long and it's cinder, you've got to get out of there. And and there was a guy that we worked with a number of years ago, if you remember, very senior, was on a track to be CEO of a publicly listed company, a top 40, top 50 ASX company. And when we worked with him, we said the only option for you is to change vocations. I still believe he's got his own business up on the northern beaches. He's, he's happy, but he had mm. to pull out of the career he had. Yeah, I often refer to that individual anonymously because I often present data. And I was one of the few times I remember saying to him, if you continue where you are, you will not be alive in 10 years' time because his physiology was at a point where it was not sustainable with life. And it was his physiology was at a point where you're going to start getting expression of diseases. And some of them can be chronic diseases, but you can get acute exacerbations that at the age of 50 would you might not survive. So that was one of the few times I remember looking somebody in the eye and saying, if you do not change something, and I mean very, very soon, 
you will not be alive in 10 years time. And I would never say that prognostics are incredibly difficult in any uh, arena of health, well-being or medicine. So I would never hardly ever say that, but I really meant it. For anyone listening to this going, yeah, how do I know? If you've got a team or even a large organisation and you want to find out, get in contact with us and we can put you, your team, through the Burnout Symptoms Index. And it really is a good way, Tom, of showing people. And it, the colour, I find, depersonalises it because we're not saying you're burnt out. She's not. We're just saying at the moment, a real point in time, hey, you're flourishing or this person might be in a stage of irritability in the yellow or these people may be in that cynical orange phase. And if you are in the red, yeah, don't go past go, don't collect 200 bucks. You've got to do an absolute focus on re recovering, regenerating, renewing so you don't become a statistic like that client we just spoke about. Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM Edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.